Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Drafts and Drafts podcast. This is Drafts and Drafts with Timmy McBee and Adam E. Welcome to episode six, and we are very, very, very excited to be here. Adam, how are you doing tonight? Um, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, signed a new lease today, so excited about that. Uh, so episode, I guess that would be nine, albeit a new background. That's how ex- are you doing? That's exciting. All right, we got something to look forward to. Uh, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well, you know, just, uh, just you know, chugging along, but... Uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm really excited tonight. Tonight's uh, we got a we got a great episode, uh, and we uh, we have a fantastic guest tonight. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world, one of my best friends. Uh, it is Lisa. Lisa, how are you doing tonight? Not gonna lie, I'm very happy to be here, but I'm quite nervous, guys. Quite it, nervous, it's, but ecstatic, ecstatic to finally make my guest appearance. Yeah, no, it's uh, listen, you know. Um, it's uh, it's fun doing these for sure. Uh, it's a uh, takes a bit of prep, and and uh, we appreciate all of you watching, and and that's what makes it uh, makes it exciting. Uh, so you know, no, I think I think tonight's going to be a good show. I think we got a good topic tonight. Um, but before we jump into tonight's topic, Adam, why don't you take us through how last week went down? Yeah, it was a close one. If you disregard. Uh, my my votes. Uh, Adam E was seventeen percent. Furlong with thirty nine percent, and Timmy McBee breaks his I believe three episode losing streak with forty four percent for the win. <laughs> I like how you gave me credit while also giving me a, a solid backhand compliment. I appreciate that. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people were wondering when when is he going to do it? When is he going to break the slump? But you did it, so you know. Congrats, uh, I there was a lot of bad press, and uh, it's hard to show up every week you know, and, and continue to perform and just try and ignore all, all the negativity and just focus on what's important. And that's making good draft picks. So, you know, I, I had to tune it all out. Uh, I'm glad to take the W down. Uh, you know, it was, uh, I feel like there's a bit of a weight off my chest and now I can go back into a slump for a little while and that's okay. So you never know, maybe we'll see if I can make it two weeks in a row here, but I think we got some, we got some tough competition in Lisa. Um, and, uh, oh. Go ahead. Also, uh, a very important note, uh, guests are no longer undefeated, but the middle spot, the number two spot when there's three people undefeated still. So that is uh, that is true. I did. Yeah, I did notice that. I think it's it's been a couple of weeks in a row of number two getting the W. Uh, so I'm curious before like we'll, we'll get there in a bit, but I'm curious to see what Lisa decides to go with. Um, yeah, I don't know, Lisa, how do you feel now that uh, were you worried that you're going to come in here and the guests were going to be undefeated and you'd have to carry that on? Or how, how were you feeling? Um, to be honest, I hadn't thought of that. So I'm glad that that's not added pressure because I'm already feeling the heat, uh, if you will. Uh, so thanks. Uh, a good omen. Yeah, thanks. Think, to, so. Thanks to Furlong for like, you know, lowering the, the difficulty just a little bit. I did, Thank I did hear from Furlong and uh, I'm told that he is hiring uh, a certain outside consultant to contest the results. Uh, I'm not going to get into specifics, but uh, that's, that's what I was told uh, earlier this evening. So apparently he was not pleased, but anyways, moving on. Uh, so for this, uh, for anybody that hasn't watched the show before, uh, this is Drafts and Drafts. And what we do on Drafts and Drafts is we have an overarching theme every single week. And uh, under that theme, we have six subcategories. And so what we do is we essentially go into each category and we draft a topic, or we draft a a pick based on the topic, and we work our way down through the six categories. And at the end of it all, 
one of us is probably going to have a better team than the rest, and we're going to rely on you guys to vote and let us know who you think is the had the best week. Um, so in terms of uh, those are the rules, and Adam, why don't you take us through the topic for, for this week's show? Yeah, so this week we're drafting Olympic things. Um, summer or winter, it doesn't matter. Uh, so the categories are couch expert, main event, add or subtract a sport, opening ceremony accessory, rule change, and sport drinking team. I think some of those probably need a little bit of clarification. Yeah. Uh, we couch can... expert. Uh, so basically every time you watch the Olympics, you spend two weeks watching a particular sport that you don't typically watch. And probably after about the first 90 minutes, you know all the rules, or at least you think you do. You're an expert. So that's the couch expert category. Uh, do you want to take the main event one? Yeah, main event is uh, if you imagine yourself, the chairman of the Olympic Committee called you and he said, I need you to be in an event this year. What event would you enter into? So we just got to pick an event for ourselves based on our current athletic and otherwise physical condition. Which is impeccable uh, around, the, around uh, the table. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, Perfect. yeah, 100%. Right. Uh, Adam, sure. what do we have next? <laughs> um, add or subtract a sport. Basically, you get to either add a sport to the Olympics or take one out. Uh, opening ceremony accessory. So there's an accessory for your, your team. Um, and then do you want to take rule change? Yeah, rule change is just uh, pick any Olympic event and change one rule that you think would make it more entertaining and justify why. And then uh, sport drinking team, you get to choose a sport in a country and you get to spend the night drinking with that team. So who's, who's going to be the most fun? Yeah. And so Lisa, you know, where is your level of expertise here? Where, where are you, um, where are you drawing on when you're making your choices tonight? Um, aside from my natural talent and athleticism, I think um, I've always been a huge fan of the Olympics. Um, in 2010 in Vancouver, when that I Believe song came on, not gonna lie, there were frequent waterworks. Um, really, it really, you know, cuts to my deep Canadian patriotism. And um, yeah, so I tried, I tried to be creative with my picks, um, trying to stay true to myself, my authentic self, as I've learned from, from you guys in, in, previous, um, in previous episodes. Didn't go too far out there. Hopefully no, no green jay scenarios. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna, that's my, that's my game plan. Yeah, I and think... I'm feeling the pressure. So I can't even imagine <laughs> what, can't even imagine what actual Olympians feel because I'm nervous. No, I mean, I think, I think the categories are pretty wide open tonight. I think there's a lot of opportunity to be, you know, we're going to try and be creative. I don't know how much overlap there's going to be. I got a couple things on my mind that I'm hoping uh, that you guys don't get to first, but I mean, with with you know, with such wide open categories, this is a this is a great chance to uh, show off your particular strengths and weaknesses. And uh, before we before we get into the the main draft of the evening, I think it's important that we talk about the secondary but equally important other draft, and that's the the drinks. So, Lisa, what are you uh, what are you doing tonight for your drafts and drafts beer? All right, so trying to stay on brand here. We have a Brewade from Old Tomorrow, which I get my best influencer here, there. If you can see the, the packaging there, I believe it is a local Toronto company. It is a home ice advantage 
can see the, the lovely hockey players there, uh, described as crisp, clean, crushable. What more could a Canadian gal want to uh, accompany her on this podcast? It's a craft lager, 4.5% alcohol. I don't know if you guys are going to... Hey, that sounds, that but, sounds um, crushable to me. And a little humanitarian aspect, 25% goes to support Hockey Helps the Homeless. Ah, wonderful. So. You're just okay. You're, you're drinking for all the right reasons. Um, right, and I have I actually been waiting, so I'm going to crack it now and um, loop back at the end of the podcast, and I'll let you know how it goes. Sounds good. Already pandering, bring out the charity card. Unbelievable, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what I expected, so that's fine. Uh, I'm going this week uh, with a beer from Novo Brazil Brewing Company in Calua Vista, California. Uh, brewed in California, inspired by Brazil. It's a hazy IPA. It's called the Pool Party Haze. They say that the velvety mousefeel will have your taste buds swimming. So I figured that was kind of on brand. Uh, only two types of hops. Uh, someone complained to me last week that I wasn't drinking it out of the glass. So I got a glass this week. You're welcome, that certain someone. Uh, so looking forward to it. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I noticed, I don't think I heard you say the number of hops. We're gonna, we're gonna just going to stay out of it this time. I mean, two. two. I'm, only I'm, two? I'm giving up. Okay. I mean, I did. I did note that when you said I had, I was what a three week loser. That I don't know the last time you outright won. But uh, anyways, um, all right. For for my selection tonight, I also tried to go something topical. I went with the Collingwood Freestyle, which is <laughs> unfortunately a strawberry milkshake IPA. So I have no idea how that's going to go over. Uh, but Yummy. it is a uh, it, it's got an infusion of wild strawberry and it's got a hazy aromatic and silky smooth character and it's a six percent beer so very excited to uh, to dive into that one but uh, no I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be good uh, okay and without further ado Lisa why don't you let us know what uh, which one you are going with in terms of draft order are you going to pick first are you going to pick second or are you going to pick third well you guys kind of off the top explained that second has been doing quite well um so I'll, I'll take your advice first the worst second the best i will just straighten out on the middle okay so you'll that means you're picking second in every category so you don't really get a choice of which category you're going to go into but uh you at least get your second pick in each of them which is a good one um so adam we uh we have to do our our traditional ceremonial coin flip so i got the coin you got the call you can call it in yep. the air. Tails never fails. It is heads this week. And I am going to have to go with the first overall pick in the first selection. So with that, one, uh, go ahead. One more thing before we jump into the, the draft. Uh, the results will be up on Drafts and Drafts podcast. And uh, some people complained that if they didn't listen to it in 24 hours, they couldn't get their votes in. So if the poll is no longer there, just send us a message on Instagram, and we'll count your vote there. Yes, and we did get two late submissions last week. Uh, I don't want to say that they helped me out, but uh, it actually was one for me and one for somebody else, so it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, but we do take late submissions. So again, if you want to vote, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Drafts and Drafts Podcast. For those of you watching, you can see it in the top corner of your screen. And uh, we will post a poll after the show that's up all day tomorrow, and you can submit your vote then. And we'll include our, our choices, so it makes it a little bit easier. Um, okay, so we will jump right into the draft. And off the top, I this was, uh, for me, this was the one that I had the most trouble with. And so this, I'm going to go right into the opening ceremony accessory. 
I knew I wanted this one uh, because there was only one choice that I, that I could come up with, and I was very worried I was not going to be able to uh, get first pick. So I'm pretty happy with how this worked out. Um, and opening ceremony accessory is essentially, just for those that don't know, it's something that you are, as part of your team, walking into the opening ceremonies. Uh, it's something that you have to have on your person. So it's an accessory on your person, whether you're wearing it or it's on you. But in some capacity, what are you doing, you know, as part of the team uniform? And my choice this week is going to be Heelys. And so for those that don't know, Heelys are <laughs> shoes that have the wheels built into them. And, uh, and so I thought, you know, if I'm about to walk into a big stadium, a lot of lights, a lot of pressure, I want to roll right in there, nice and smooth. We could maybe do a little coordinated dance. Uh, I thought it doesn't take away, but it adds a unique element. Uh, and it just, you know, establishes that we're faster than everybody and, uh, and obviously cooler because we have wheels in our shoes. So I'm going to go with Healy's first overall as my Olympic ceremony accessory. I'm personally worried about the logistics here. Every country goes right behind the next one. You're going to be going way too fast, run into the country ahead of you. It's going to cause a whole scene. It's a really cool pick, I guess, but uh, I don't know if it's the most, you have to worry about safety as well. Um, what if someone gets injured in the opening ceremony? These are the, these are the best athletes in the world. You think they're going to fall over because there's a wheel on their shoe? I, okay. okay okay i mean i agree I with just, the spacing issue is something go ahead lisa what do you I think need, i need i need to ask ryan did yeah. you ever own and rock a pair of heelys i honestly did not and it, it was one of my biggest regrets uh i still picture <laughs> the kids in elementary and i you know i don't even think it was high school because it was not cool by then but in elementary school and uh the ones that had it down where they had one heel up and went, you know, they were just, I was like, man, that could be when I'm an Olympic athlete. I was trying to think of something that like, you know, adds a unique element of flair uh, without, you know, just totally making you look like an idiot. And I still think it probably makes you look like an idiot, but it makes you look like it's fun. It's athletic, you know, going for the sporty vibe. So anyways, that's what I'm going to go with. All right, Lisa, what are you, uh, what are you going to take with your, with your second pick here? All right. I don't know how well this is going to go over. Um, but I have selected an electric, an electric wingsuit. Essentially, I have, um, I can just see the, I can see the speculation coming. Oh, that's my ring light. So then that's the reflection, but, um, it, <laughs> it does exist. Okay. So you literally throw that on and you come in soaring, just flying high and above all the other countries, all the other teams. If you think you're feeling like badass with Heelys, come on. You just come in like like a superhero. I'm, I'm going to go back to the safety issue here. As, as well. And it, again, they're the best athletes in the world. Like, obviously, yep. you've had dress rehearsals and like you got like you practiced. But if you're a synchronized swimmer, are you do you have the capability to jump off the roof in a, in a wingsuit? I don't like I don't know. I You, you tell me, but I, I just I'm worried about Michael Phelps coming down hard olympians ryan national tragedy if want, lisa if you want if you want flair like come on healy's ain't gonna cut it it needs to be something you know bigger and better and that is literally soaring in an all-around olympic stadium adam how, we, how it, are we feeling here it's a bit of a power move um i think one of the big things about the olympics is sportsmanship and so when everyone else is just walking nicely your team just comes soaring in on these electric jet suits everyone's gonna be like 
We hate these guys. Who, who are Again, these guys? Then I've already, I've already won something, right? I'm in your head. You're second guessing yourself. Okay, I'm, safety again, but you know, I, I I just picture day one headlines of top luge contender. <laughs> you know, actually, that's I'm not even getting in that because but uh, yes, because people have died in training and yes, literally Olympics has been lethal in the past. So and you want to add a, you want to add a flying wing? I, don't, I definitely that. don't. I don't want that. But I mean, if these people can do 360, whatever, all crazy jumps and loops and. They can rock a wingsuit. To be fair, uh, they've trained their entire life to do those jumps. But anyways, all right, Adam, what do you... Uh, I feel like chat Chat seems to suggest this category is wide open, so I'm going to pass yeah. to you. I, I didn't realize it was kind of like a really out there thing, but sure, I'll take mine then. Mine's something that someone actually wore in the uh, 2016 Olympic opening ceremonies, and it was a guy from Tonga, and that was uh, way too much body oil. I so remember that. Oiled up, it was. You could you could get zero reflection off that guy. He was super jacked. Everyone was talking about it. He probably had yep. like half an inch thick of oil on his chest. He looked cool. He got the people talking. I think it's a great pick. Can Body I, oil. Can I ask? Is this? Do you envision your team, or do you envision just yourself? Uh, <laughs> definitely not me. I don't want to. I'll, I'll wear a shirt. <laughs> but everybody not, else from your country. Is going to be yeah, slicked if, out if they want. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna force anyone to oil up their bodies. But if they want to show off that Olympic bod, I'm good with body oil. You know, I kind of a sh shirts and skin situation. I, um, I mean, I don't like your body oil combined with my Heelys. I feel like my team's going to slip and fall. But I, you know, <laughs> I never, I never, uh, I did not see that one coming. So uh, I don't know, Lisa. How do you feel about that pick? Um, I don't want to like throw any shots because i i just as a girl who doesn't wear much makeup or know much about you know cosmetics i would assume that that's not an accessory like is oil an accessory or is it a toiletry or cosmetic product i mean but i'll let you have it i'm not i'm not coming for if it was a better pick yet. if it was a better pick i'd try it but i don't think it's good enough to, i'm not even like that worried about it we you haven't exactly have set the bar very high between Healy's wingsuits and oil, but that one's out there. So that was a that was a, an interesting start, and uh, I and do. I, go ahead, go ahead, Lisa. I I will agree. I remember Mister the the sir from Tonga. So it's it's the most it's, memorable. It's, mem it's memorable. Opening ceremony accessory ever, perhaps. Chat chat mm -hmm. seems to think that the best accessory in this category was the ring light at this point. So we've. Uh, we've <laughs> We've done we've done really well so far. If that if that counts for me, then full support. Okay, all right. Um, I guess uh, Adam, you uh, you have the first pick in the next for the next category. So what are you gonna go with? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go couch expert. All right. Um, there's a couple here. Uh, I don't typically watch them other than the Olympics. Um, and I think a key thing for this category is it needs to be kind of a scored event. Because then as you're watching, you can throw out your scores, even though you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. A lot of time, they just have to do with the, the landing. And uh, one thing that's great for that is gymnastics. Love watching gymnastics. Uh, I guess the last time I watched the Olympics, or at least gymnastics in the Olympics, I was in America. So um, the U.S. women's national team were pretty good. 
Was, Simone Biles. Was that like the Fab Five team? What were they? I can't remember their name. They had it. They had a nickname, but anyways, yeah. They were the Final Five. Final the Fab Five were. I know they were the Michigan State team. I just, anyways, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so it's fun to watch. You get a, a little bit of everything. Um, you start giving out scores, even though you have no idea what you're talking about. They jump up in the air, do a bunch of spins, and land. You you can't count the spins. No one knows how many spins they did, but you just base them <laughs> on the landing. Um, yeah, so so you get to pretend like you know what you're talking about. Uh, it's fun to watch. You got men's, you got women's, you got individuals, you got teams. Uh, gymnastics, I think it's a is there one, is of, the, one of my favorite to watch. Is, what's your of the there's a lot of gymnastic categories here, and I'm not going to make you narrow it down. But what's your favorite of the various events? Do you have one in particular? Uh, I like the vault. I like the super sprint that they do um and that, that one's easy to judge because it's just based on the landing if they step a little you're like oh that's a one point deduction or whatever you figured out from the last person that just <laughs> okay uh, so uh yeah we'll go with gymnastics all right um i think i mean I, it's definitely one of the more interesting things because just in terms of like raw athletic ability it you, like it's pretty awe-inspiring no matter what like eat from from floor routines to like the rings you're like i can't understand how people are able to do that um i it, that's a good choice because I mean, because it's weird because you're right you have like 98 percent of what's going on your brain doesn't really know but if they do stumble or like do or like land it perfectly you're like crushed that's a 50 yeah. uh, so uh, <laughs> i yeah i could see and there's enough events that you do like start to pretend like you know exactly what you're talking about so yeah. no not a bad choice not a, i don't know lisa how do you think what do you think about that that was my second choice so i will give you some credit where it's due adam it's the, it's the one good. sorry I, I would just say the one main reason why i didn't pick it as my first overall is just because and maybe i follow gymnastics more a bit more closely than the average person um like we can name those superstars of gymnasts I, like you know they get the Wheaties box they get the dancing with the stars follow-up I feel like they do get a bit more notoriety that you know you kind of you how, kind of see where they're going between Olympics you, you keep tabs a bit how, how often do you watch them do gymnastics though and that's when, probably just once every four years right <laughs> I mean, if it's if, like a if, Sunday at yeah, like three like, o'clock and there's nothing on, the world champions are just and you you know. But I, yes, I agree. I, I said it's number two. It's a great. You've one. had a few too many strawberry milkshake IPAs the night before, and you're like, I could lounge around and watch some gymnastics. Yeah, okay. That's never, never happened. No, me, I don't think yet. so. Uh, Lisa, yeah. what are you uh, what are you going to take then with your you have your first overall pick here? So what's it going to be? Yeah. So just checking my notes here. Um, similar vibe, kind of as what Adam was going for. I have picked diving. Dang. So, again, multiple events. You have, you know, different elevations that they dive from. You have tandem. You have your, your single dives. So a lot of opportunities to judge, you know, when, like, your elbow deep in the chips being like, oh, terrible, big splash, you know. I feel like most people kind of recreational swim, not all, but I feel like some people, you know, have familiarity with kind of, you know, aquatics. Um, and I think it's just really easy to sit back and be like, that was a splash way too big. Nope. The <laughs> legs were slightly not, you know, 90 degrees. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I personally think that I crush handstands in pools every summer and all of my friends assure me that I haven't. So I think it's just one of those sports that you can really sit back and feel great critiquing and then not even 
have a thought in your mind until the next four years. I feel like everybody I think, thinks uh, they're good at handstands until they see them. So, like, they see their, and then their legs are, like, here, but you're like, no, yeah. no, no, I was dead yeah. straight. Anyway, sorry. I, I also think it's called synchronized diving, not tandem diving. Um, but it's, it, that's, I mean, that sounds like a couch expert if I've ever heard one. I don't know. <laughs> right? Uh, diving was on my list. Uh, it's one of those things before they walk up, you know what dive they're going to do. You're like, oh, the triple pike with a half twist. Yeah. And you're like, bold choice. Bold choice. <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. High, high difficulty score, but we'll see on the execution here. So yeah. uh, I like I like watching diving. Uh, do you have a favorite one that they do? Do you like the synchronized? Do you like the springboard? Do you like the ten meter like flat deck? Um, not just, not much of an expert. Just, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the just 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 in general. Just in general, I uh, I like when they do extra like spins and flips and. Okay. Yeah. So probably probably more of a that's my, board. That's right. my expertise coming through there. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thankfully my first pick is still on the board. And this is something that some people know a bit about, but a lot of people don't know very much about until it's on during the Olympics. And that is gonna be figure skating. So again, similar to what you guys are saying, lots of different types of events. Uh and I you know, as soon as figure skating comes on, you inevitably get the very, very knowledgeable, intense commentators that go into the very, you know, the specifics. And within 15 minutes of watching, you can tell the difference between like a triple salcow and a double axle. And, and you know, you, you just start tossing these terms around. And I mean, for me, like I obviously there's like big mistakes when they fall. Everybody's, oh, man, like couldn't pull that off. You bit too much off there. Um, you know, there's there's. You, you can see when like the when they're in the tandems and the pairs or the you know then they're spinning and they're slightly off and everybody gets really critical uh i think it, it's it's there's enough depth to it that the people that know the sport well obviously you know appreciate it more but it's there's an also enough service level visual you know things going on that if you just watch it for half an hour you feel like you know exactly what is happening you watch a program you know you know immediately whether you think it was better or worse than the last one and uh i think for anybody that's never actually done it they they don't really appreciate the difficulty, which is a big factor for me and coach experts because I have never heard a very athletic person be super judgmental about something. It's usually just people sitting on the couch munching on some chips and criticizing the latest tumble. But so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with figure skating as my my choice. They uh they often have like a technical section of their routine that and, they're like uh, they're not even doing anything. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, I have, no, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So that, that's why I fell on my list. All, the top three I had were, were the three we took. Oh, wow. Um, but the technical section, I just like don't really have any judgment on, so I can't just sit on the couch and be like, oh, yeah, that was a good technical section. <laughs> so, um, I just have, I, I have one clarifying question. Is it figure skating, so with the, the jumps, or is it like Tessa and Scott with the ice I, I think it's. I think it's uh, – I guess that's fair. I, I mean – if we're going to go all of diving and all of gymnastics, I feel like I should be able to take all of ice dancing and figure skating. Uh, what do you think, Adam? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let it slide, but it would be kind of fun if we just said, nope, don't you fall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, ice dancing, there's, like, figure skating, I think there's more, like, you know, definitive moments in a routine. Yeah, where it's like, okay, they landed that jump or they did not, but I'm gonna, I'm just going to grab all of it. So I appreciate you passing that over. Um, okay, and we'll move on to our third category, and I hold the board here. And this one, I think, is pretty pretty open. 
but I'm going to go with our category number six, which is the sport drinking team. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, I'm sure you guys did the same thing that I did, which is pull open all the Olympic sports and just start scrolling through. Uh, my top choice, which is not, for me, it's not country specific, but that is going to be somebody, a, a, a sport that I want to go have a few pints with. You know, if I go to the bar with, with really, really like, like, you know, beach volleyball players or, or, or sprinters or decathlon, you know, I'm, I'm like, man, I, I, I shouldn't be standing next to these people. My people are the curlers. Lots of very athletic <laughs> curlers. There are but they're not like physically imposing, generally speaking. They like to drink, they like to have a good time. Uh, you know, it's tradition in the sport to grab a, like, grab a drink after the, the match. Uh, so I feel like I'd fit right in with them, you know? Uh, I don't know very much about curling, like I know a bit, but enough that I could, you know, probably carry my own conversation. But uh, I think they would just be a fun group of people to hang out with in all, all different countries, you know, um, from, from the Nordic countries to, Americans, Canadians, everybody. I think I think they'd be a fun crew to hang out with. So I'm going with the curling Olympic teams in general as my drinking team. It's uh, it, it it's it's a it's a good pick. Uh, I think there was a major shift in curling though. I remember there was a team from Northern Ontario that did pretty well in the Briar, and uh, their whole strategy is why don't we just take this seriously and work out? And so they were jacked, <laughs> and everyone else was beer drinkers. And then I think the whole sport of curling was like, oh yeah, maybe. Maybe we should just stop drinking beer and take this more seriously. So maybe today's curlers aren't the curlers of the 2000s, like the old bear. And uh, but um, it's it's a good pick. It's a good pick. Okay. I'm yeah. I mean, fair enough. Uh, there's definitely some that I think in in a lot of those sports that don't require pure raw athleticism, you get a pretty wide variance. So, uh, but that's fair. I don't know, Lisa, how are you feeling? Um, I. That wasn't even on my radar, to be honest. I feel like it's a different vibe than what I'm going for. If You know, I can respect just wanting to have, like, a casual drink with, you know, friendly folk. But if I'm at the Olympics, like, game time. Like, it is. I want something. You want to party. I want to live it up. Yeah. Okay, perfect segue. What are you going to go with? One last thing on curlers. I feel like they're the type to have T-shirts that say, we're a drinking team with a curling problem. (laughs) Or something along those lines. No, I can <laughs> see that for a curling. Those month, are my so. kind of I can people. See it. I can see it. Yeah. Okay. So, if it's to me, I was between two. Um, I had a really hard time kind of picking, but I'm decided. I went specific, and I am taking the Jamaican bobsled team. I mean, cool runnings. Do I even need to say more? You are going to have a fantastic time. Um, it can be chill if you want. It can, you know, I feel like they can turn up if you want. Super hospitable, super friendly. We share a common language. I just, you know, probably good to look at too. So I just think, I think we would have a fun time. I, 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 I can... it was not on my, it was not on the top of my board. Uh, I on. also, to be fair, I don't think I've seen Cool Running, so I can't, I can't comment on. I don't think I have that dock a point for that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think but, so. One thing with them is I think they like competed once. I don't think they're like a a mainstay. No, no. <laughs> they they are. They have been in recent Olympic. I looked this up. They've been in recent Olympic okay. games. They don't particularly do that well. So kind of to Ryan's point, like they're not going to be like, can't have a beer tonight. Like they're going to be like, yeah. 
let's go. We're at the Olympics. Like we made it. This is we've won already. You know, just being here. So it's like, I, yeah, uh, our, our our team got out day two, and our flight back is uh, in fourteen days. So, <laughs> um, that's a long bender, even for me. But yes, that's what I'm going for. Out. I mean, you've been, you've been training your whole life for that, Lisa. I feel like you can for fourteen days. I don't know, Adam. What are you uh, What are you going to counter that with? Um, yeah, so I did some some research on this one because uh, I had I had a few picks. But what can you What actually. can you even research? Who, who? Anyways, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so I'm going with the I'm going with a specific country and team as well, and so this country has the highest alcohol consumption per capita of currently <laughs> English speaking countries. Um, the list is dominated by Eastern Europe, and then there's a, a few other ones in there like Finland, um, but Australia. Yep. It's surprisingly like 16th and uh, rugby players get pretty wild. Yep. And so I'm going to go with the Australian rugby sevens team. Um, rugby players know how to have a good time. Um, they're kind of crazy. Yep. Because they're huge. Don't play with pads, uh, constantly hit each other. Um, so I think at the very least, if I'm going out with them, we're going to have a good time. It's things are going to happen. We're probably going to get in trouble, get kicked out of at least one bar. There'll probably be a cheers with mugs where the glasses break and they still chug it. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But um, yeah, I'm going with the Australian rugby team. Uh, pros, you know, you're going to have a good time. Cons, you're you're going to get tossed around like a like a rugby ball at some point <laughs> during that. Like they're going to, you're going to be in a headlock. You're going to be on people's shoulders. Like I, I picture I picture you next to some of those some of those people, and you, uh, yeah. You, you, anyways, I think they'd be I think they'd be a blast. I think it's a great choice. Um, I think Australians are notorious for being a good time at the at the bar. So hard to hard to argue with that one. Uh, I just I just kind of feel fear for your for your safety there. I mean, uh, you 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 were a, you you played some rugby in your life, so you know I feel like you'd be able to to talk the talk, but uh, you might need to bring your your spongy helmet to that to that event i don't know i got nothing bad to say about that adam that was my i didn't want to you i didn't want to sound super thirsty but you did it for me and you wear those bruises like a that can be like your medal if you're not competing yeah. you know you just yeah. you, i think it would be a great time i got can't say anything bad about that one adam okay. thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, I also provided back with data like 16 or the highest uh English I wouldn't. I wouldn't country. tell them. I wouldn't lead with that when you walk into the pub with them and be like, "Guys, I did my research on you." But you know, whatever, whatever you're feeling. What Not you... number one in the world, just the first, the number one of people I can understand. Yeah, it's good. It's a good selling point. <laughs> it's true. All right, what are you? What are you going to uh, pivot to here? I'm gonna go with the main event. Main event. Okay. Oof. So with this one, uh, my whole goal is to. My whole list is just me based on not embarrassing myself. That's yeah. I just so I'm probably choosing something on a team where I'll never be like truly exposed. I have to do a pretty simple task, and so kind of uh, going off what Lisa just said, I'm going with the four man bobsled, and I'm going to be the <laughs> second guy. Okay. The first guy has to steer. The back guy is the brake guy. The other two, not much to do. You have to weigh an amount of weight. I can put on weight for this. And you gotta lean a little bit. Both <laughs> well within my repertoire. Gaining weight, I could do that, no problem. Doesn't have to be muscle. I'll just let gravity take over. So I'm gonna be the second guy on a four-man bobsled team. Okay, couple points to that. Number one, 
do you know that you have to gain weight? I don't, I, like, you did your research on the drinking. Did you do your research on what the second person on the team weighs? It's, it's gravity. You, just, you have to do some pushing, but if I'm pushing less than the other three guys, no one on TV is going to say, like, this is that second guy. He's really not <laughs> pulling his weight over here. So it doesn't matter if I'm a little out of shape and can't push as hard as them. Okay. Um, and then when you're going down the hill, if I'm late on my leans, no one's going to see that. I can basically be like, hey, can you win as a team, lose as a team. <laughs> Just because I'm the, the weakest member on the team. doesn't cause any issues. bring him down. Uh, no, the second counterpoint is, we, we've talked about this before, and your biggest weakness as a average height, is that fair? Average height, pretty in shape, generally in shape guy, is your like 50-yard dash <laughs> speed <laughs> to the point where my overweight ass has beaten you in a run in a croc race. And so if you're second on a bobsled team on ice, you think you're not going to keep the two guys behind you? Like, they're going to they're gonna run into you. There's no way you can keep up with them. We have, like, a rigid bar. I just kind of have to hold on and just lift, and it will just, the bobsled will take me with it. But your shoe, I'm pretty sure I, your I, shoes I, have, I'm, I'm pretty sure your shoes have, like, picks in them. So yeah. if, if you drag your feet at all, you're going to face plant and knock out your whole team. I, if you threw me as in a second position of a ball, I would be terrified that I'm going to like either fall flat on my face from slipping or the guys behind me are going to be like, like, have you ever had to run close behind somebody? If they're too slow, you're like, you're tripping on each other. I'm surprised. I, I, I don't think, I don't think we're tripping. I don't think the tripping thing's an issue. Um, I'm going to upset the other three people on my team, Yeah, but I, I don't think my country's going to point at me and say, yeah, number two there. Not so that great. was his fault. So, unless you do something bad, I, I will. I will admit, yeah. once you get in the bobsleigh, you're done, and that's you're, you're like, I, uh, my job's done, and you can just lie there. That's so yeah, interesting choice. So instead of choosing like a spotlight event, you're like, ten seconds of my life, the fastest I've ever run, and then I'm finished. Good choice. Yeah. Good. Other than that, I'll, I'll give you that one. I don't know, Lisa. What do you think? I I considered um, bobsled for the same reason that you know you can just kind of try and get through just being stuck in the middle somewhere. Um, but I mean, you do, I know at least in two man bobsled, so I'm assuming the two, three and four positions, they are sprinters. Like some people who compete in the summer Olympics compete in the winter Olympics at, in bobsleigh because you just have to be explosive. Um, That's what I'm thinking. I don't know if, if I have it in me at my current age and state, but Adam. If you believe in it, I mean, Hey, you know, your <laughs> training regime is just, just go out there and do 20 meter wind sprints for the next you know 12 months worst worst case and this will be a little embarrassing i'll just start in the slot <laughs> the other three can do the work and then they can jump in around me and yeah mm. okay well right. chad is calling for a fact check on on lisa's criticism but uh unfortunately we do the show live so we gotta keep going lolo lolo jones look it up she was oh I, yeah um, no, okay that's good you got a name yeah. so that's more than good enough for me all right lisa what are you gonna counter with chat I'm surprised. Chat, I'm usually down in the trenches. Those are my people. Mm, this so one hope... was a direct relative of yours, I think. But anyways. Oh, no. Okay. Well, um, what's your choice? Okay, so I had a lot of back and forth on this. And I don't, I didn't want to say what I'm about to say for the comments that I know are going to blow up chat right now. Um, I also thought, like Adam, that let me pick something that seems, obviously none of these are easy. And they're Olympians for a reason. And it's, you know just completely so far-fetched that we would even compare ourselves to these Olympians. But I thought of going the route where like, what if I just, you know, solely started training now, what could I 
you know, see myself in. I like I thought of curling, for example, but there were some great Canadian curlers. So I'm just going to let the hecklers come for me. And I'm going to just stick with my, what I, what I've known since I was younger, which is soccer. I am by no means, by no means, um, have, have any kind of uh, skill or endurance as these great women on the Canadian soccer team. The, the points I'm going to argue are there are, it's a team of many. So I have more, just, I'm not a numbers girl, but I have more opportunities to maybe make the squad. You know, maybe there's like a lot of injuries and for some, for some reason. And, 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 you know, obviously if I could be the water girl, then that's what I'd pick. But if I have to be a participating member of the team, um, I grew up playing soccer for all of these, these hecklers in the chat. Um, I did make the regional team. I suffered an injury myself as I was in tryouts for the provincial team. And that's sadly where my uh, all-star career ended. Um, but while I, while I was younger, I was quite good. Um, my parents have the trophies to prove it. So if you, I don't have them here with me, but I'm going to not be so bold as to assume I can have never curled or bobsled in my life at the age of 30 and just start and make the Olympics. So I'm just going to go back to my gonna Try and be 15 years younger than you are now. Like riding a bike. Yeah. I don't know if that's how that works, but that's, well, uh, listen, that's fair. I mean, I think that's it's... That's my answer and I'm sticking to it. I think... <laughs> Uh, I know. I think you gotta go through. Go ahead, Adam. What do you? What do you? There's think? a, there's, there's a lot of space out there. Like maybe some games the ball doesn't even come near you. Like maybe you play, uh, like striker, but like forward left striker, just like stand in the corner. Maybe just like cherry pick. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe be the person where they can like have the option to kick the corner kick to you, and then you kick I it right be, back to them. Yeah, like I mean, happy to be a sub, a bench warmer. I don't even ever I, see, see field. We didn't. We didn't like specify i kind of am leaning towards like you have to you're gonna have to participate at some point because otherwise yeah. you could pick something that you could just hide behind um, well i so we're assuming you making... have you were assuming you're getting into a game at some point all right i mean it's not going to be a starter i'll tell you that but okay i could maybe you know if someone gets injured you know second half i can come through a little bit okay <laughs> i'm i'm a little I, I don't know your current state compared to olympian soccer players <laughs> But I feel like stamina might Pretty be an close. issue. Stamina is going to be an issue at some point. You, you, you might be a liability. <laughs> okay, at least I have some experience, Adam. Have you ever even seen a bobsled in real life? Uh, like, touched it. Good counter. Have you? I've, I've sat down and leaned left and right before. Okay, so, okay. so have I. That's, like, that's, so he's, he's couch experting. His, he's going to go to the Olympics for something he's never seen or done in his entire life. And Lisa's going to get out there and just get, she's just going to be like a spinning top where people are going to be running around you and you're just going to be, I mean, hey, listen, we all, you all guys, right, you guys, yeah, you guys chose team, team sports. I don't know why. Um, here's my goals. Canadian Olympic commissioner calls me and he says, Timmy, you need, I need you in the Olympics. I don't care what you're going to do, but I need you in there. I'm not in good shape. I know that. Uh, I, I, I have played competitive sports a lot in my life, but I can't do anything that I used to be able to do. I'm, I'm also aware of that, as many people in the chat can attest to. Uh, so what is going to require the least amount of training and the most amount of enjoyment? And that's going to be golf. So I, I am a half-decent golfer. I'm a single-digit handicap. You know, I can play 
Uh, so the training is like, well, I'm not going to get much better. You know, it's, I'm, I'm where I'm going to be. That's fine. Uh, I, I get to, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to go running. I don't have to just train any muscles. I can just literally show up. Uh, I get to play, I get to travel the world to go play golf and, you know, have a few pops, have a good time. People pay lots of money to do that. And the country's just telling me to go do it for them, which I'm like, Hey, I'll say yes. And, uh, will I embarrass myself? A hundred percent. Like, of course I'm going to, you know, shoot 86 if I play well in, on the world stage and everybody else is out there shooting, you know, 67. However, you know, I can get, I can get around the course. I'll finish the event. I won't hurt myself. I barely have to do anything to prepare. And for the most part, it's going to be a good time. So I, I got to go with golf on this one. Well, so you, you said a few pots, you mean like drinks? Yeah. A hundred percent. I can't play <laughs> when I'm You're nervous. Olympics. 100%. Yes. What other sport of the Olympics can you can you like I I got a big I, I got a, you can well my golf bag's back there. I got a big golf bag. There's pockets in there, you know. You can sneak a few strawberry milkshake IPAs and yeah, have a good time. Why not? What would the commissioner say about that? He needs you. He doesn't need to know, Lisa. Oh. No, I mean I, I, like I'm just saying I would play better with a few beers in me than I would without. So, I'm not condoning drinking for for you know as a reliance but i just happen to know from experience that it calms the nerves a bit so you know anyways that's what i'm gonna go You're, with yeah. is that what, even what? allowed like i know they do drug testing do they is alcohol an okay drug to be I, on while you're competing because i mean sounding a little uh sus over there ryan trump or timmy if 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 <laughs> go ahead adam go ahead i was gonna say i assume you can't bring beers on and you're gonna bring out a beer the like the Marshall or whatever is just gonna be like this is the olympics like he can't hey john daly would drink like nine diet cokes around i will just relabel them i don't know listen i'm not i don't want to get too into the drinking because like i'm there to play golf like let's fine yeah. we can cut that out if they tell you're, me you're, if they tell me yeah, the first tee put that away i'll still be fine i don't need it i'm just saying you know I'm, I'm just out there to have a good time that's all here's here's kind of my other issue is your name is there alone as last place in the olympics <laughs> yep 100 percent but it says T McBits, Canada, two hundred and forty-six. Yeah. Correct. But <laughs> the, nobody's expecting me to be a professional. Like if you show up and do the bob, you think you're gonna, be, you think your team, your bobsleigh team, is not gonna finish last with you on it. Oh, it is. But it's gonna say Team Canada. <laughs> okay, I'll take the, I'll take, I'll own up to it. I'll take the hit. I'll apologize to the country, and then I'll have a great story to tell. So that's yeah. All right. Anyways, fair enough. Okay. We gotta move on. Um, okay, so we are down to I think it is the last two categories, and I think it's my pick here. So I am gonna go into rule change, and so rule change again to reiterate is uh, pick a, an Olympic event and change any rule to make it more interesting. And so this one's gonna be a little controversial, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna choose the. I'd like to take track and field, but I feel like you won't let me take all of them. So I'm going to take the decathlon because that has 10 track and field events in it. And I'm going to permit the use of PEDs for this one event. So I think if you take sprinting, jumping and other throwing and shot putting all these events and allow people to, to, you know, performance enhance, I think it'd be pretty interesting to see what comes out. I don't know. That's just me. So uh, I don't. I don't condone it. I don't believe in it. I would never actually want it. I just think if you strictly want to make it more entertaining, I think that would be a pretty funny way to do it. Uh, do you think 
it like they're Olympians. They're fantastic athletes. Do you think the putting them on drugs, Ryan, is um, going to make it that much more enjoyable and entertaining? Like, what's like? How far is the bar going because of this? Well, that's what we don't know, Lisa. That's what we don't know. We could. That's what you're finding out. You can look at the last hundred years of results and see what actually, you know, the the, the benefits from it. I don't like. I don't feel good about this pick. I, I don't. Again, I don't support it. I just think if you're strictly going for entertainment factor, and you see a guy like do events that like last year he was way worse at, or or uh, you know regardless of gender, I think, I mean, I think it'd be, I think it'd be entertaining. Like, tell me if you knew that there was 50 people competing in the decathlon that had all been doping, you'd be like, I wonder what's going to happen. A couple, couple of major issues with this one. Some people are like, I don't really want to. And then they just. That's optional. <laughs> They're going to get destroyed. That was like <laughs> cycling for 10 years. And then, and then it's kind of cool when like the first person like throws a javelin, like, five meters longer than anyone's ever thrown it before but then they're all doing it it's just like okay we just like moved the goalpost five meters further we don't know um <laughs> i feel like maybe for people who like numbers like if you have to look back at the previous olympics four years ago to be like oh 10 extra meters like you don't think the commentators are going to tell you new olympic record and then like 30 seconds later new olympic record like that's kind of pretty cool Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this one for sure. But I just I'm just I just, <laughs> I'm just I, went, I went a very different direction with my picks. I, so I, did I. It wasn't so did gonna I. you know I I walked into the first overall pick and I was like ah I had some I had some others ready. I just thought I, I like I don't want this in the real world and I do, again don't support condone or believe in this. I'm just I'm just yeah. suggesting and just, strictly entertainment. Just think of the snowball effect though. People are sitting on the couch and be like that guy in one year threw like ran half a second faster in the 100 meters i need to get me some peds like imagine what you could do for we're, me we're in a, we're in an imaginary world adam come on you gotta work all with right. me here anyways all right lisa what are you gonna go with all right so um keeping that kind of theme of imaginary world i went a bit of a different direction um i'm thinking big explosive something that's really in your face you don't need to crunch numbers to find more enjoyment from it so i'm glad you allowed us to have other track and field events i, I feel like it's I have, cheesy if i took all of them so yeah I'll, I'll yeah so that was that was good on you thank you um i have picked the relay race and instead of transferring a baton you are holding a lit firework are you trying to are you trying to do yeah. what I think you're doing? Oh, it's not I had working. I had a sound effect. Oh no. <laughs> I heard you uh, nice. I heard you play it in the in like in our sound check anyway. and I was like, she's picking something with fireworks involved. But okay, you want a lit firework. <laughs> like obviously we would work the science out with it, but like what like in your face excitement, enjoyment. Okay. Like if, if the pressure of the Olympics wasn't enough, you have a literal ticking time bomb in your hand, and you are racing, and it's going to explode when you get to the finish line. So, immediate counterpoint to that is, like, you are against people using performance-enhancing drugs, but you want the slowest team to lose their hand, and you're like, oh, they're too slow! No, no, no. <laughs> it's like a Roman candle where you can, like, direct it. Like, they're not, they're not, like... What, they can they, shoot the opposing racers? Hard. 
Yeah, there are one hundred percent shooting. Why you guys? In, somebody's no, in for like twenty meters in front of you. You fire at their legs. Like you. Yeah. Listen, listen. Where, are you, po- like where are you pointing it? There are shooting um, sports in the Olympics, and you don't see Olympians don't- turning the rifle on each other. It's a gun, not a okay. firework. Well, I think I think the same applies. Like there is a level of sportsmanship at the Olympics, and. It's gonna come on. <laughs> they, don't, they don't run around having to shoot the gun in it's, the air because it's oh guys, it's just automatically listen, going off. I gotta finish the race. Like it's it's a lot more exciting, Ryan, than having, you know, super jacked athletes that are like sweating profusely because of these roids they're on. So I'm sticking with my firecracker baton, where, and I Just think tell that, me where they're pointing the firecracker while they're running. That's all I wanna know. Um, to the sky. Up. So it's just raining oh, okay. 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 For some reason, when you mentioned uh, changing the baton, I, for some reason, I thought instead of the baton, they were going to be carrying one too many things, and so they're trying to run and juggle all these <laughs> things and then have to transfer them off, but fireworks are just hanging thing. each other fireworks that are going off. Okay, interesting uh, interesting choice. I want fireworks. I want, you know, and it's like the, the Olympic torch kind of theme. You got, you're keeping the baton. I feel like it goes back to like the ancient Greeks almost. You're the torchbearer. Come they, on. They, it wasn't... It wasn't... Anyways, okay. All right, Adam. You, uh, you well, it's 2021. Some... We're now getting technical now. Okay. High tech. I went, I went a different direction on this. I'm not um, surprised. <laughs> so, uh, one thing that's going to be in the 2020 Olympics, which I guess is now in 2021, is sport climbing. So, it's a head-to-head rock climbing race, mm-hmm. which is cool, but it only lasts 10 seconds. So, I was thinking of ways I could increase that. One way would be to make the walls taller. Uh, but what I went with was kind of add a Donkey Kong aspect to it, where you start throwing like foam barrels down, but people trying to climb up the wall. So turn sport climbing into more of like a Donkey Kong versus Mario scenario, yeah, where they there's, have someone, to, like, there's, someone, there's someone at the top trying to knock them off the wall as they're climbing up. And they have to get out of the way or get hit. Yeah. Well, while climbing, I think it would be fun. It would be exciting. Uh, it wouldn't put anyone in danger. But... <laughs> They're on ropes, yeah. I, I don't know how if the if the barrel is heavy enough to knock them off, it will probably hurt. And it's if it's a foam barrel, then it's, it's not going to knock them off, so it's fine. It's got to it's, it's got to carry. Some, it's got to carry. <laughs> you just you're just dropping foam. I okay. I mean, listen. Hey, you you definitely went the uh, morally correct route in terms of everybody's <laughs> safe and uh, there's no dangerous explosives or other consumed products however i don't know i mean i i think of all the things you could change in the olympics you just want to toss some foam barrels over the over the edge it'd be, it'd be stupid not watching <laughs> and then maybe like bull riding there could be different people at the top like like one guy is obviously gonna be named donkey kong but like maybe there's like different like people at the top of the wall competing kind of for like a separate thing i don't know i think it would be fun <laughs> so are there there are other participants other than the olympians yeah they're they're like running up the wall and then they're it's like a referee he's just like throwing stuff down the side and like i think it'd be more interesting if like italy is trying to knock off like finland and like they're like throwing stuff at them and and then, oh, so and like then the other team members yeah, and the then the, yeah, and finland's thrown at italy yeah. and then you know it's like it's like a yeah that's the sport I want to do. I want to throw barrels at people if I had to go to the Olympics. There you go. No, no, I'll take but if, that. If, yeah. you, if you throw, you have to also 
have them thrown. Yeah, I can't. I can't climb a wall. So you're right. That's not gonna work. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair point. Okay. Uh, we'll jump into the last category of the evening, and I believe Adam, you have the choice here. Although it's it's pretty uh, cut and dry. Yeah, I'm uh, between two. Uh, both of them, I'm gonna considering taking out. And so, for the record, this uh, is you can choose one of remove a sport from the Olympics if you really don't like it. Or add an, a sport that's not in the Olympics to the Olympics. Yeah. Um, so they have cross-country skiing in the Olympics. <laughs> that's fine. They have ski jumping in the Olympics. That's fine, too. There's an event called the Nordic Combine, mm-hmm. where they cross-country ski, and then somehow they get a score off that, and then they ski jump and get a score off that. Why do we need to combine everything? <laughs> it's two separate things. Who cares if you can cross-country ski and ski jump? It's a completely different type of ski. That's why it's interesting. Anyway, sorry. I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a stupid event. I'm done with it. Can't, like, Canada, U.S. doesn't compete. It's just like Norway, Finland, and Sweden being like, how many more medals can we rack up? So, so you're cutting like, the Nordic Combine. Yeah. I'm done with it. Do you- <laughs> like, they have ski jumping. They have cross-country skiing. If you were like, the best cross-country skier in the world, be like, oh, how do I get better? It's like, try try something completely different and get good at that too and then you can win more medals okay counterpoint <laughs> yeah the decathlon that's 10 events why do we have it why not just <laughs> just do your one event why do you need to do all the events why don't you you know that's, that's, that's like who is like the best overall athlete that's and if you if you're judging who the best overall athlete is based on cross-country skiing good good thing you can judge people on for that versus ski jumping ski jumping is like I think those are t- I think those are two completely unique strengths and training based programs. One's endurance, one's right. explosiveness. Ba- you know, one's balance, one's just n- not falling over, which is still balance. But anyways, uh, it, it, why that instead of like the one where you ski and shoot? Oh, because like that, like if you were like a hunter, like that's kind of like a traditional. Um. Adam, you you mentioned that you were kind of sick of it, and it sounded like you maybe had a little bit resentment for those um, Scandinavian countries. If if Canada maybe perhaps cleaned cleaned up these events, I'm just trying to you know make sure you're not biased yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's, it's still, still, still get rid of it. Still, still, get rid of it. still cut it. They they do the ski jumping afterwards, and so like your time, okay. your time in the cross country ski gets converted to a score. Like no one knows the conversion. You can't just casually watch that and be like, oh yeah, they. Had, had a two hour and 15 minute cross country ski that means it's 52 and a half points here like <laughs> stupid we don't we don't need to combine everything let's let's keep some stuff separate i'm done with the nordic combine I, all right next next time my coach expert nordic nordic combine i'm gonna be thinking of you uh they are they are two pretty weird things to put together i will say that i don't think they're more yeah. weird than skiing and shooting but uh, so, so you said you said next time you're watching the Nordic Combine. Yes, that's never gonna happen. You're <laughs> never gonna watch this. <laughs> you're skiing think... and shooting. At, at, at least like you ski to like the thing. You go out, you shoot, and however long it takes you to shoot is like added to your time. There's like a single metric you have to be good at. It's yeah. Not like, but there's you get you get a random score for your jump plus your time converted to score. But it's it's silly. Okay. It's silly. But like the like the triathlon is also like three random endurance events put together. Like why don't you just what 
one metric for all three. Okay, so your your thing is there needs to be a single metric. That's what yeah. I'm getting. Okay, well, there's like, anyways, we're not getting, we get to get into this. Okay, interesting pick. Not what I was expecting. I really thought you would take the opportunity to add to the Olympics rather than remove, but I appreciate your frustration for a, a rather random sport. You've been heard. I feel like you wanted to. You've been yeah, heard. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. All right, Lisa, what are you going to counter that with? Um. So, yeah, I kind of went um, not with the subtract. I feel like I don't want to offend any fan bases as much as I may not, you know, prescribe to a certain event. I think you can only increase the greatness of the Olympics and what better to add than dodgeball. Mm. Everyone loves playing dodgeball. Kids know what it is. You can, you can get the early, the young viewers in everyone. Great. Our our couch experts come in with that one. Like they are just going to love seeing that. Like I have this visual of what is better than seeing an Olympian, you know, super athletic, great physique, just getting a dodgeball to the face and you get the slow-mo of just them getting obliterated by a dodgeball. I just think, I think it's just something that would just add nothing but good things to the Olympics. I would say in support of your argument is a very, very popular and entertaining movie that I genuinely enjoyed the dodgeball scenes during dodgeball. I thought that was a funny, exciting thing to watch, especially because it is a bunch of like incredibly fit people throwing a rubber ball and like jumping out of the way which is like a pretty weird like you don't i mean you have to be athletic but you can also not be athletic Wait, and still be were, good at it were you cheering for glow gym yeah, the average joe's weren't fit and athletic now the cobras were the cobras should have won that was ridiculous refereeing i mean but besides the point uh <laughs> i feel like it's also quite universal like all you need is a ball so i mean it's very inclusive you can get people playing the game all over the world you don't need snow or mountains so no point for inclusivity i just think it's the best pick and you guys can't beat that so that's i like (laughs) i I like how it's just one thing and it's not a combination of (laughs) there's a single metric you won or you lost the game that is the metric okay well i'm gonna go in a in a very different direction i'm gonna add a sport but it is probably the least inclusive sport there is not something i was thinking of um adam will be happy there is a single metric because there's a winner but this is something that is incredibly international already known around the world still pretty well watched although not as much in north america but it's growing and lisa frankly i'm surprised you didn't pick this and that's auto racing i think uh there's a lot of drivers from all over the globe that are competitive uh, I think it would be really interesting to see them race for their own team on a national stage. Uh, I, you know, I think you could get a lot of personality in the different tracks based on where you were and what cities. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's just, it's something that's already around the world. And yet for some reason it's not at the Olympics. And while it's not necessarily a traditional sport, it's still very physically demanding. Uh, it takes a lot of skill and, uh, you know, I, I genuinely would be cheering on Team Canada. And it would, be, it would be fun to see the racers, like the drivers, race not for their car or their brand, but for their country. So I'm going to go with auto racing. I just think that's a bit ironic coming from the guy who said he would drink while participating in his Olympic sport. But I wouldn't there. be an auto racer. <laughs> I would hope they wouldn't do that. I, obviously, we don't support that, Lisa. I'm just... Fair. I mean... 
as as a, a very new F1 fan, um, I I think there's a huge market for it. Yes, I agree. Um, but there's just so much money and politics behind it. I would be I'd be interesting to see how it could kind of move to the Olympic scene. Um, so much is with the science of the cars and engineering. Um, so I, I don't know how that would translate, but interesting pick. It's not better, but it's uh, it's it's fine. I, it, it's not super <laughs> inclusive. Um, uh, I think there, like, yeah, it's it's fine. Um, it's just it's one of those things where there's so many like other aspects involved that like I don't know how well it would work. Like, how many team, how many countries are going to be competing in it? Like, probably only like what ten? No, fifteen maybe. What it depends. Like, is there like a salary cap? Because I mean, like, there's no salaries in the Olympics. Okay, well, Dude. they need like a spending cap because whoever's going to throw the most money at it is going to win. Yeah, but that's, that's does does a car have to be from the country too? No, I thought about this. Of, do does the soccer the engineers the do, team does the soccer player shoes need to be made in the country where they're from? No. So why does the car? It's the driver. It's the wear. I, I did think about that though, and I was like, well, obviously they're just a reach. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, you know what? I'm. That's fine. I, uh, I also am not necessarily saying it's F1. It could be other things. Like, I kind of pictured more like the NASCAR style, like car neutral. Obviously, there are some NASCAR cars that are better than others, but I was leaning more towards the neutral. Not like go-kart, but like more car neutral than, than Formula One. But that's... Anyways, I just thought it was... I don't think you can name a more international sport that's not already included in the Olympics. And so I pictured that being... A Cricket. Good. <laughs> then why didn't you pick that i was going to, it was my second pick i don't think i mean cricket's international but it's not like it's pretty it's very global it, yeah it's pretty big i know it's big but i think it's big in like specific like there's 15 countries where it's huge and i don't know anyways i'm not i'm getting into things i don't know enough about i thought it wasn't my pick to be so confident. Yeah, yeah. okay well all right well we ended that one off with uh some pretty disagreeing yeah. picks Okay. I, I think that one started off pretty friendly, and then we we quickly <laughs> started ripping on each other here. Dodgeball was on my list, and I was thinking about other. But then there's like, you can pick a lot of like goofy, you know. But anyways, not that it's a perfectly fine pick. But okay, well, uh, so that uh, that completes the draft. Um, we're we're running a bit over here, so we'll we'll be quick. But let's uh, let's uh, quickly summarize our selections just to, to run through them so Adam I'll start with you and then we'll go to Lisa so why don't you run through your picks um, yeah so uh, drinking team I did the Australian rugby sevens team uh, opening ceremony accessory I did body oil I subtracted Nordic combine uh, my main event I did four-man bobsled particularly the second guy um, Couch expert, I did gymnastics and rule change. Uh, I did Donkey Kong sport climbing. All right, Lisa, what about you? All right, I'm a bit different order here, but That's the rule change. Um, so the relay, and we're exchanging the baton with a firework. Uh, my main event would be soccer. Um, my opening ceremony accessory would be the electrified wingsuit. The sport swap, I would add. <laughs> I would add dodgeball. Uh, the team I want to drink with is the Jamaican bobsled team, and my couch expertise is in diving. 
Okay. Uh, and I had figure skating as coach expert, golf as my main event, auto racing as my out of sport, Heelys as my opening ceremony accessory, rule change, I would add PEDs to the decathlon, <laughs> and sport drinking team, I would take curling. Um, and before we... Um, so before we before we 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 wrap it up, uh, I will remind everybody if you're follow if you're watching uh, live, please make sure you follow the stream. We really appreciate the support. Uh, we will be posting a summary of the picks as well as a poll for the winner on our Instagram at Drafts and Drafts Podcast. Um, we post uh, previous shows on our Spotify and other podcast source channels as well as on YouTube, so you can find them there. All of that information can be found on our Instagram page. Um, and again, we always appreciate you watching. Adam, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, we need to review the I, Oh, I was getting there. I was going to okay. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it, Phil. Um, so let's uh, let's start with you, Lisa. How did you feel about your home ice advantage? Yeah, it was great. It was crushable. Crushed it. Um, would recommend. Support the Hockey Helps the Homeless. It's a great, great logger. No no complaints. And Adam, how was your, your double IPA beer? Uh, it was a pool party hazy IPA. Um, mouthfeel kind of velvety. Didn't leave my uh, taste buds swimming though. That's probably the worst one I've had so far. But uh, my draft, I feel like my draft is good this time. So one draft <laughs> okay. good, one draft bad. I'm good with that. But you picked the right one to be good. That's true. Yeah. Um, my strawberry milkshake IPA. I really did not get nearly as much strawberry as I was expecting. I, I, I. It was like barely hints i mean i wasn't like looking for it but i thought it would be a lot more milkshakey than it was but it was still fine it was good you know uh collingwood's always good brewery so uh i, I did enjoy it for considering i was not expecting to enjoy it so uh <laughs> it's uh it wasn't uh, it wasn't too bad but um with that do we, go ahead Lisa. sorry yeah. i just have do we, is there like um a chance for i know it's running long here and it'll be quick i just wanted to to thank you guys for having me on tonight it was um my pleasure and i'm just wanted to use this new platform oh god um to, to share something that i feel passionately about um so I, I can't thank you enough for this opportunity for, um, for those just listening what does your sign say oh uh hashtag free britney everyone should support this cause okay. um and i'm and I'll, a last note i'm not um not one to manifest but i've been reading a lot about people you know, manifest things so i just happen to have this gold medal here that I uh, would be remiss if I didn't just really try and um, manifest this this win. So did you, I hope everyone en enjoyed my picks. Did and, you earn um, that in your under 15 soccer championships? Um, those are at my parents' house. So this was actually, because I'm an athlete, um, a recent 10K that I, I ran. Oh, so it's a participation um, medal. No, it was... Um, it, so the medals were silver. I did. I did put effort into spray painting this gold. Oh, nice. um, that's 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 what I'm that's what I'm going for here. Um, it was definitely a sub hour, ten <laughs> k. Which, I mean, soccer team Canada. Here we go. Sign me up. So, uh, thanks nice. again, fellas. I would love to come back whenever you would no, welcome. No, thank you so much for being on, Lisa. We appreciate it. Oh, uh, th this week was some pretty out there categories, so we uh, we appreciate the creativity and, and jumping on. Um, and I will mention quickly for those of you that are interested in being on the show, please make sure feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram. Uh, let us know what you're interested in doing. And we're, we're, uh, we're always considering guests and, and love having people on. Um, okay. And with that, uh, I guess the, the picks have been made and the keg has run dry. Uh, so we do appreciate everybody watching. Um, 
you know, we, uh, we do this every, every Tuesday night at nine o'clock Eastern. Thank you again for all the support. Um, you know, make sure you follow us, uh, subscribe, smash that subscribe button. We'll be back next week. And, uh, for those that are watching live, stick around. The after show will be on very momentarily. Thank you so much for watching everybody. Take care. See you guys.